Welcome to the Renew Life Church Podcast. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope this message encourages you. My name is Keith. I'm one of the associate pastors, and I get up here quite a bit and get to share the message, and today's no different, so I'm, I'm really excited uh, to talk to you today. Um, because today I want to talk to you about a subject that I think many of us know about, but very few of us probably do. We know a lot about this subject, but I'm not sure that we actually keep it moving and existing in our life, especially in this town. Today I want to talk to you about rest, about rest. Everybody say rest. Before we get to the scripture today, here's what we're going to do. We're all going to take a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Ready? Let it out. Let the cares of this world out. Let the lack of faith you have that the Cowboys will win out. Let it all, let it all out. I'm going to try and throw one more Cowboy joke in there today before we're done. We'll see if I can slip it in. Hebrews chapter 4. We're going to jump into a, a portion of Scripture that God really talks to us about rest. And as we get into this, just kind of give you a background. Um, the writer of Hebrews is actually referring to Moses, the people of Israel, their walk through the desert, and, and really the promised land that God provided for them. How many of you know that they did not enter the promised land in, uh, for 40 years, right? We know the story. They're wandering in the desert, and, and, and really the writer of Hebrews, he's, he's referring to the promised land as a place of rest that God provided for his people that they actually never stepped into. And so that's kind of the context that the writer of Hebrews is coming from in, in chapter 4. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 11. Let's check this out. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. Who's them? He's talking about the people of God, the Israelites. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe, say believe, only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, in my anger I took an oath, they will never enter my place of rest, even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. We know it is ready because of the place in scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all of his work. But in other passage, God said, they'll never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set, I love this part right here. So God set another time for entering his rest. And that time is today. That time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. Verse 11, so let us do our best to enter that rest. I want to title the message just that, do your best to enter the rest. Do your best to enter the rest. Will you pray with me for just a moment? God, we welcome you here. We put weight and we put value on your word right now. 
let your word, we, we let your word speak to us today. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It exposes the things that need to be exposed. It teaches us. God, we say that we're students today. Teach us. Holy Spirit, you're here to lead and guide us into truth. You're here to lead and guide us into all that Jesus did for us. You're here to lead and guide us into this word. And we welcome your presence here. God, we desire most of all that we would just sit in your presence this morning. That we would sit in your presence. In fact, we just acknowledge right now, we acknowledge that you are here. That you're in this place. We came here for you. And God, I just pray that today you would speak to every person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You know, you know what I find to, to be true is that, you know, many of us, many of us are really, really good at working, but not many of us are really good at resting. Can anybody relate to that? Be like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of me. We're really good at working, not not so much at resting. You know, especially in in Texas, in Midland, you kind of grow up like learning to work, right? You grow up with your parents teaching you to work. There's, there's a lot of value put on work. There's a lot of respect that is involved in someone who is a hard worker. We're taught, we're almost punished at a young age if we, if we don't work hard. I remember in, in, in all my sports, we would say, you know, hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. There, there's so many phrases. Well, if, if you want it, you got to work for it. Now, hear me today. I'm going to throw out my disclaimer. Do, do I believe in hard work? Absolutely. Do I believe that we should work and do everything we do as unto the Lord? Absolutely. But how do we all feel about rest? How do you really feel about rest? Seems like we all kind of struggle with that word. You know, in, in my household, uh, with, with me and my wife, we, we have this conversation a lot because there's one of us who's really good at rest and there's one of us who's not so good at rest. I'll let you, let you guess at who's not so good at rest. She's not here. She'll be in second service. But she kind of struggles, my, my wife kind of struggles with the rest. Now, now me, it's kind of a talent of mine. Rest is kind of like, like I'm, I'm kind of like really, really good at it. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to rest, if you need to, to learn how to rest, just be around me for less than 12 hours, you'll get it, all right? You'll understand, I'm kinda, I kind of get that. You know, one, one, one night we had, we had had a really, really long week, and um, just kids were crazy, going around sports, church, doing, doing all the things that you do. We're just really, really busy. And... Um, one of the things that we kind of like to do together is, is take some time at night and, and, uh, and watch a little show on Netflix and just kind of veg out. If you like to Netflix and chill, raise your hand. Come on, somebody, right? So, so we're, we're looking to do that. And, and um, I've had this conversation about rest with, with Natalie multiple times. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, babe, tonight, we've been too busy. Like, let's watch. I'm not going to let you know about the show that we watch because you'll judge me. Let's watch our show. Almost slipped out right there. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Okay. Let's watch our show. And she's like, Keith, you know I can't watch, we can't watch our show. Like there's, look at, look at the kitchen. Husbands, you ever heard that before? Look at the kitchen. There's, 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 there's crap everywhere. You know what I mean? Like the, the house is a mess. And I, 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 can't, I can't relax and just watch a show when all this stuff needs to be done. And, 
And, and in my brilliance, I have to say, here's what I did. She was, she was talking, and I was like, I walked right over to the light switch. I was like, you mean all these, all these dishes right here? I was like, watch this. And I just clicked the light off. And then I turned it back on. I was like, did you just see what happened? They're gone. They disappeared. She was like, do it again. I was like, okay. <laughs> Click. She was like, you know what? That actually helps. I'm like, sweet, let's go watch a show. <laughs> we literally, she like, she like got it out of her mind, went and watched a show, had a good time. And, and this is, honestly, I'm not picking on her this morning, but it's just the truth. So many times we've, we've done this, and I've almost, I kind of have to help her rest. And so many times we get done, she gets done just relaxing and resting. She's like, gosh, thank you. That was so nice. You know, I think many of us, we can relate to that, can't we? If it's not the house being clean, it's, it's something else in, in our life. It's another area of our life where it, we find it hard to relax, and we, we kind of find ourselves in this mode where we just got to do, 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 and, and accomplish this and, and get this done and get this done, and we, we can't relax unless it's all done. And can I just tell you this morning, many of us as Christians, many of us as just people, we live our life in a constant state of work. And you know what happens? We actually miss out. We don't receive and we don't live in the gift that God gave every single one of us called rest. We miss out on the gift that he gave us called rest. Did you know that God's rest is actually a gift for the believer? It's not only a gift, it's a promise. God promises you rest. Just like he promises your body healing, just like he promises to prosper you, just like he promises to open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessing when you bring your tithe and offering. It, it, it's, it, it holds that much weight. Rest is a promise for God. It's from him, and it's for you. Say it's for me. It's not only a promise for you, did you know, that it's something that's actually you really, 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 really need. Did you know that you were actually made for rest? Physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, you were at, your body was actually made, it was made to rest. And I feel like I just have to say this this morning, just so that, so that someone that has come here, you don't, you don't really believe this, this is the truth, because you find it in the word, hear me today, rest is okay. Resting is okay. Rest does not equal laziness. Come on. Rest does not equal laziness. Not God's kind of rest. Not the, the rest that he promises us. Not the rest that he talks about. Not the rhythm of rest that he put into creation. No, no, that kind of rest is not laziness. It's actually producing fruit in your life if you will let it. God promises us rest. This is what the, the writer in Hebrews, he's, he's talking to us about in Hebrews chapter 4. Notice this. We're going to bring it back up. Multiple times he talks about rest. Look, God's promise, say promise. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. His promise. 
In other words, he's saying, hey, you remember the story about the Israelites in the desert and getting to the promised land, the, the place of rest? That wasn't just for them. No, the promise of rest still stands for you here today. He goes on to say, God has prepared this rest. God prepared this rest at the beginning of the world. When he rested on the seventh day, he prepared this rest. He goes on to just, just to, to hit us even more, kind of in the mouth with it. Verse 7, so God set another time for entering the rest. And just in case you didn't think it was for today, he put the word today in it. He set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. And I love verse 11 because it says, so let us, let us do our best to enter the rest. Another translation says we should labor into the rest. Isn't that just like God to tell you to labor to rest? It's like, God, sometimes you don't make sense, but it kind of makes sense. You know, it's like labor. Yeah, you, we have to work to get into the rest. A lot of that work, we're going to talk about this next week a lot. A lot of that work is in your, in your mental, in, in your brain, in, in your thinking, in your soul, in your emotions. We have to actually labor into this rest. You know, I've, I uh, sort of like Cody brought out the Greek. I, I went and looked up the word, the word rest in the Greek, and I'm not going to even try to pronounce it. I didn't put it in my notes. I can't read it anyway. But the word rest, it's fascinating what the word rest in the Greek means. You know what it means? Rest. Fascinating, right? It literally means just to rest. It, it even means a state of rest. I felt like the Lord kind of gave me um, a definition of rest. And I'll, I'll actually read what I, what I got out of the dictionary first, and I'll give you what I, what I had. Definition of rest. To cease work or movement. I just want to stop right there. Just cease movement. I'm like, yeah, that feels good. It feels really good, actually. Cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. Definition, I feel like the Lord gave me rest, disengaging from your labors. Love that word, disengaging. It means to disengage from your work, from your labor. You say, what is work? Whatever you define as work is work. So to rest, God's kind of rest, is actually to disengage from the thing that you labor in. See, there's something that happens to us when we actually incorporate rest into our life. Many of you, many of you probably know this, but when it, when it comes to lifting weights and when it comes to exercise, did you know that you don't actually grow in the gym, you actually grow outside of the gym? That, that you actually don't grow and increase your strength while you're lifting the weights. You actually grow and increase when you're outside of the gym resting. You see, it's actually in the weight room when you're working that you tear down your muscles. And when you actually go out to, to, to rest, that's when your, your muscles actually begin to rebuild. They begin to re-strengthen. That's how you get the gun show is you got to rest. You can't just go in and just knock out biceps every single day. Some of y'all are like, man, maybe that's my problem. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. You have to do the work, and then you have to rest. Even your physical body tells us. It lets us in 
on the fact of how the way that God created things to work. We have to rest. And here's what, and here I'm going to keep using this kind of analogy and this example. Here's what happens if you do not rest. Here's what happens if you go in and you lift every single day and you never stop. You know what happens? Is you actually get overtrained, and it actually starts to hurt you more than it helps you. Hear me today. Guess what? Many, many Christians are overtrained. They live their life overtrained. You know why? Because they are in a constant state of work. And you know what they believe? Well, if I keep working, if I keep working and working and working and working, guess what? I'll grow. I'll increase. I will strengthen. I'll get to where I need to be. I'll succeed. I'll I'll reach that achievement. And they work and they work and they work and they work. And can I just tell you, if they never incorporate rest, you'll actually never get to where you want to be. We believe this thing in our head probably instilled by our parents into us. They didn't necessarily instill anything bad. It may just be in, it may be just in a ditch. But in our mind is we have to work. We have to work. We have to work. And can I just say, that's what the world would say. That's not what God would say. He says you work, but you also rest. Say rest. We also rest. One of the things that we have, to, uh, we have to learn how to do is to actually live in the rhythms that God placed into the earth at creation. Now, this is kind of fascinating to me. A couple of things I, I learned about just rest. Um, notice, we, we all know this. Notice God created the heavens in the earth in six days, and then he rested on the seventh. Can I just tell you, God is God. He didn't necessarily need to rest because he was tired. He rested so that we would get the picture. So he incorporated this day of rest. This is one thing that I kind of found really fascinating. Um, did, you, did you know that the Sabbath, keeping the Sabbath, that being a day of rest, keeping the Sabbath was one of the Ten Commandments? And I kind of just started to, to laugh with the Lord like, God, you, ch- you, you only had ten things to choose to tell people, and we're really, really messed up. Like, like out, and here's the thing, out of Ten things to give us. One of the things that made the list, rest. Rest made the list of ten. Of ten. I'm sure you could tell me ten things right now that I need to change, right? Like that shirt that I'm wearing. Like you need to change your, like, maybe not. You like the shirt. Thank you. All right. Um, Out of ten things, rest made the list. I don't know if you ever thought about this before. Man and woman, they were created on the sixth day. So what was the first day they lived in? They lived in a day of rest. They started out. Mankind started out their living in rest. In rest. Look at Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 5. This is pretty cool. God called the light day in the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came. Leave that up there. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Notice what came first. See, see here, this is how we live in, in our culture. The day starts in the morning. You know what the Jewish people believe? The Jewish people actually start their day at night. 
because evening passed and morning came. They believe that actually evening actually was the first thing that came, and then there was day. Their day actually starts from a, a, a day, 24 hours is from nightfall to nightfall. As if to hint even more, we should start our day in rest. God's people should start their day in rest. In rest. Matthew chapter 11, in case you, you, you maybe weren't convinced yet about rest. Jesus said this, we read it a couple weeks ago, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Isn't it interesting that of all the things that Jesus could exchange to you, he chose rest. He chose rest. I want to ask you this morning, are you resting? Are you resting? You say, yeah, well, it would be great. It would be great to rest, but I work in the oil field. I, I, I work all the time. I understand that. God understands that. Are you finding, finding moments to rest? Can I just say this? You're working in the oil field. You're working according to the world. You're working according to the kingdom of the world. Guess what the kingdom of the world does not do? It does not honor God's ways. It does not honor God's creation. It does not honor the rhythms that God placed into the earth. Can I just say, if there's a way that you can get a day, 24 hours of rest, you need to find a way. You say, well, I'll get fired. Okay, well, then don't do that. Don't get fired. But find some way. That means when you get your four days off and you've been working for 14, spend two of them resting. You say, my wife will kill me. Well, send her to second service. I'll set her straight. You have to find time to incorporate the gift and the promise of God into your life. Many of us wonder, why are we stressed? Why are we anxious? Why are we unhealthy? Why are we going through all this? It's because you're overtrained. We, we wonder why we're stressed and anxious and we, and we never incorporate rest into our life. We never incorporate a day where we rest and we look back at creation. And we look back at all God has done in our life. And we take a day of rest and we honor God and we look at our life and say, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you that this is, this is not because of my work and how good I've been. It's because of how good you've been to me and how good you are. And we get in this state of resting before the Lord and looking like, wow, God, you're so good. You're so good. You say, well, I've actually never done that on my day of rest. That's fine. God just wanted you to rest. How can you find a way to rest? If you're not resting, I want you to ask yourself today, why? Why aren't you resting? Some of you, it might be a really easy answer. Well, I never knew that we were really supposed to rest. I never knew that it had this much value. That's fine. That's good. That's great. Now you know. It's time to incorporate resting.
in your life. So I'm going to close with this. And I believe there's two main reasons why people don't rest. There's a lot of reasons. I think these are just the ones that I wanted to point out this morning. I think a lot of us don't rest because, number one, we don't trust that God will take care of us. Come on, let's be real for a moment. Deep down in our core, we just don't believe that God's actually going to take care of us. In other words, I have to work in order to provide. I have to work in, other, in, in order to have the finances necessary. I have to work to, to get this done. I have to work. I have to work. No, 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 no. The issue is you're not handing over your life and trusting the God of the universe that he is going to take care of you. He does, a sparrow doesn't even fall to the ground and he doesn't know about it. He knows about every single hair on your head. Why are you worrying about today when the God of the universe is on your side? Why are you worried about if you're going to make it when you have God the Father? We ultimately, if we just get real with ourselves, we struggle with trusting him. And we never like to get into the place of rest because when we start to rest, we feel so exposed. want to know why it's so hard for you to rest? It's because it's comfortable to work. You want to know why it's comfortable to work? Because you have all control. And when you'll rest, you know what you have to do? Lay it down and walk away. This is how God works. If you want to get, you give. Find your life, lose it. We have to learn to trust God, put our faith in him. And I think this is kind of a big one. Number two, another reason we don't rest. This one's going to kind of hit hard. It's because the truth is our identity is in our work. Our identity, who we are, is completely wrapped in the fact of the job that we have, the money that we make, how successful we are. Our identity is completely wrapped up in our work. One of the best comments you can give a Texan, you ready? Man, you're a hard worker. Am I right? We take pride in being hard workers. We take pride in having a good job. Can I just tell you, God never told you to take pride in anything. If your identity is wrapped up in the fact that you're a hard worker, it's time to let go of that identity and put your identity solely in to the fact that you are a son and you are a daughter of the Most High God. Stop letting your identity be in that. You want to you know one of the things I've figured out? It's not hard for sons and daughters to rest. If you got teenagers in your house, raise your hand. Testify right now. It's not hard for sons and daughters to rest. You ever notice you kind of go off to vacation and the kids don't, they sleep okay or you sleep okay, but something happens when you get back in your house. Your kids just kind of rest easy. You want to know why? Because dad's in control. You want to know why? Because they're in mom and dad's house. They're in the father's house. They rest 
They sleep till 1230. They, they want something to eat all the time. They're in a constant state of relaxation. Constant state. I miss the days when I got to wake up and what I had to think about was which toy I was going to play with that day. Welcome to being a son and a daughter of the Most High. We can rest in the assurance that we're His. It's easy to rest when you're a son. I just want to encourage you real quick, if you're not resting, it's time for you to take a rest. Incorporate a Sabbath. Incorporate a day of rest. It doesn't have to be Sunday. It can be any other day of the week. Find time each day to rest. Start your day in rest. Spend time with the Lord. Spend time in prayer. Um, eat with your family. Go on dates with your wife. Dates with an S. Dates with your wife. Watch a movie. Spend time in worship. These are all ways that you can actually rest. I'll close with this statement. We won't remember how good rest is until we actually do it. We lose sight of rest because we never do it. It's only when we actually do it, it's only when we actually relax, like, oh yeah, this is nice. That's actually where God's called you to live every single moment of your life. We're gonna talk about that next week. If you bow your head and close your eyes. We hope you loved our podcast today. You can find out more about our ministry at RenewLifeChurch.com or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great rest of your day.